Hi, Brie. Hello, Deb. How are you? I am good. How about yourself? Doing good. Doing good. We are, you know, we're surviving a year and we're doing a good time. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, good. And that's always a good thing to say. We're like, you know what? We're surviving. We're doing good. Like life is crazy right now, but we're doing all right. We're hanging in there. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So Brie, before we get into this too much farther, um, I want to know who is Brie? Uh, <laughs> okay. So let's see. Who am I? Who is Brie? Let's see. I like that question. Um, I am an entrepreneur. Always had that kind of spirit since fifth grade. And I made the animal club with my friends and we had to do do's every week. Hang on, I need to stop you right there. What is Animal Club? So when I was in fifth grade, I just created like a little club, Animal Club. And we, it was like five or four friends and we all just met every week and we had to pay a dollar each time. We met. <laughs> and, then, and then we would like volunteer together at the animal shelter and stuff. And then our donation at the end of probably like a quarter, <laughs> four months would be donated to the animal shelter. So, um, uh, that is amazing. And I'm sorry to totally cut you off. I was just like, animal club, what is this? And that sounds amazing. Okay. I will let you continue. No, but just to explain my entrepreneurship always was there. And that was something that I always loved to do. So definitely entrepreneur. Um, I'm a self, I can't even talk. So compassion coach and, um, I would say mental health advocate. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Um, and then I also do work full time at the sheriff's office, Kent County, um, as the office administrator to Michelle LaJoy Young. Um, so I do wear a lot of hats, but I have a lot of fun with them. And yeah. Oh, and then I forgot to say the businesses I currently own. So I own Compassionately Bree, which is my compassion coaching. Um, and now it's going to have some different like products as well and courses. And then I also co-own Better Body Image Conference with Connie Flex and we do have a board as well. Um, so that has been an incredible adventure because yeah, it's just a nonprofit and it's a great time. So. So can you dive in a little bit more to explain what your two businesses do? Mm-hmm. So um, Better Body Image Conference was created first in 2017, so November 2017. That was with an idea that Connie and I had. Um, we only met through a Facebook message and then in person at the Lantern Coffee. And we were like, you know, we really want a community that's full of people and local resources that talks about body image, eating disorders, um, all different types of things. And so we were looking for a space where we could all get together that a space that we both wished existed as well as a space that we could connect um, others with that are people in the community with actual local professionals. Um, and so we created that in 2017 and in 2018, we hosted our first conference at wealthy street theater. And I think we had about 80, people attend and stuff and different partners were involved. So it was a really good time. And it's really just for that community and talking about body image. How do we do prevention? Um, so people don't get to that point of an eating disorder. And then our hopes in the future are coordinating with the Michigan Eating Disorders Alliance to actually get programming within the schools. 
because um, they have programs already and they're ready, but we need funding. So that's something that's in the works for who, who knows, hopefully, hopefully in like a five year plan or something. Um, and then Compassionately Bree was 2018 and it was kind of something where I really liked Better Body Image and I liked doing that community feel and connecting. But then I wanted to have something that was also my own to pour into and my own skills in the self-compassion realm, which are great like supplement to the Better Body Image Conference, but it needed to be under a different entity. So I started doing like one-on-ones with people and coaching them and giving them different um, self-compassion exercises with cognitive behavioral therapy weaved in based on what they struggled with and what they needed to affirm themselves on. Um, not just something that was a fluffy affirmation, but something that was really deep within their core that they needed to hear that would help them. Um, and so that's now kind of shifting because I did a lot of in-person events. I did a lot of in-person workshops and speaking engagements. So that recently I've been shifting a little bit into the more of the online space. So there's a lot of synopsis on everything, (laughs) but yeah. I love that you mentioned that it's not like just these fluffy words that you just kind of say to yourself that like don't get to the root cause, but that you're like, no, it's not just fluffy words. Like we we're getting to the core of this. Yes. And that's really where it comes in and actually like it helps you and it helps change that, that mindset of not wanting to accept affirmation or love in the way that you need to, whether it's a limiting belief or just, again, something that you've struggled with or something that has really been um, a part of who you've grown into and your identity because of something that happened in childhood. So, yeah. Yeah. So I know a little bit about your, uh, like, past experiences when it comes to, like, careers and life and just, like, having to shift and pivot. Um, so how are you adapting right now as you work from home? Yes. Okay. So it's been my first week working from home again, um, working remotely for the County. And then, um, in the meantime, doing things for my, um, better body image is kind of on the back burner right now, but moving more with compassionately Brie because both of those companies, Compassionately Brie and Better Body Image were really just on the back burner since I started at the county because I wanted to really focus on that and get my transition done there. But then I kind of like was doing fine with my transition the past, maybe even like at the start of this year, I would say. But I was like, oh, I just don't have time. Like, uh, I'd rather like go to bed. I'd rather do this. I'd, re- you know, all those things that add up. Um, and so when this kind of started happening, I was like, you know what? If I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. I will always find another excuse. And I know life happens and we all need our rest and we all need to especially take more time for ourselves now. But especially as people who are very service oriented, we like to help people. Sometimes when things happen like this in our world, that kind of clicks us awake more. And we're like, I need to help. And through helping, as long as you don't reach burnout, that actually gives you more life, like (laughs) it rewards you as well. Um, so I just said in the past couple of weeks, ever since this started, I, 
I, even last week when I was still going in, when I would get home, I kind of scheduled different um, Zoom meetings to get recorded as well for different initiatives. So BWS Awareness Day, which is my syndrome, Beckwith-Wiedemann syndrome, that's coming up April 6th. And so I recorded a interview um, with the person who facilitates the virtual conference that happened last year for the virtual conference that's happening this year. And I, that was on my to-do list, but I kept like rescheduling with her and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, I'm doing this now. Otherwise I'm going to miss my opportunity. So I did that. Um, I hosted a free self-compassion training virtually twice already. So once within a group that I partner with called Rare, and they do a lot of things with rare diseases. It's a great community for that. So for all the ambassadors, because I'm an ambassador with them, I hosted this free training and they've got like hundreds of ambassadors. So I hosted a free training for them. Someone actually bought my book at the end. So I made $30 that night. So I was like, hey, there's a one passive income stream. Um, and then I hosted a live training yesterday on my private Facebook page um, group called Compassionately You, which again, I let go kind of cricket like <laughs> for a long time. So I was like really hoping people would show up, but I kind of advertised it a little bit. And I had um, 127 people are in that group and eight people showed up. So that was about like a seven to 9% rate, which is actually pretty good um, for conversion right there. And I even had people at the end, I wasn't trying to sell anything, but I gave them a free audio meditation that they could download. And when they downloaded that, they got into my MailChimp. So they'll get an email in my MailChimp funnel first, immediately when they sign up to get that meditation. But 24 hours later, they're going to get an email for a free coaching session with me, like one-on-one -on -one virtual. And then they'll get a reminder 24 hours. And the, uh, I'm like going way too fast, but then they'll get a reminder the next day to um, the second day that, Hey, make sure to sign up for this. You only have 24 hours left to do so. Um, and within that one-to-one -one session is where I could actually like sell them at the end on, Hey, do you want me to personalize an audio meditation? Do you want a journal? Do you want this? So um, that's kind of where that funnel went. And um at the end of that live training too, I did offer just for like $5 each, if you have an affirmation that you thought of during this training that you want me to make into like a stencil like thing to email to you so you can color it because you're a visual learner, just let me know. And I had two people take me up on that. So I was like, oh, I did. I made like just $10, but I'm like, I didn't even think I was going to make anything off of that free training. Um, so it's all just different kinds of ideas and placing them different ways. Um, and to kind of try to make it a little bit more tangible and not like I'm going all over the place. I have made it so it goes further than my website. So I have my website, which has my products on it. But really now I have my products on a different rep website with a partner, Rare. And they are more of a product-based, I'm more of a service-based. So a lot of people don't even know that in my store has products. So they don't really think about that. But this company is more product-based. It has different followers. It has all the types of followers that I um, would want to target for sales because I have a chronic illness. Self-compassion is really good with that. And that's kind of my niche now. Um, and so I have 
two products up on their page and they have one of them I think has like 12k followers or something so if since we do um, ambassador stuff together if I have something that I want to promote sometimes they'll put it on their swipe up link and I don't have a swipe up link on mine so because I only have a 1000 something so it's all like doing that and it was all through really just relationship building with people um, give and take like I gave both of them my journals for free they gave me an ambassador box for free like it's really that community over competition and Deb you're just like the perfect person to talk to about this because that's all what you're about um, so it's really leveraging yourself not and thinking outside of the box not just on okay this is my website this is my thing well you can plug your thing into other people's areas as well as long as you guys are on the same page and you feel like you're both um, giving the same amount so <laughs> those are my little things right now yeah that I've been doing recently so that is awesome how you were using this time and this opportunity of being home from a full-time job but then you also run these companies but you typically run these companies you know around the other job but now that you have more time you you're taking advantage of this time you aren't letting it pass by you're like Nope, I am going to do something smart for my business. So, which sounds like that means creating your passive income and collaborating with other like businesses. So a business that makes sense to yours to make the efforts that you are putting in right now go farther. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, and also I love that you touched base on the fact that it's like, okay, yes, I have this freebie and I'm not expecting anything out of it. I am giving out of my heart, and if something returns, then that's incredible, which something did. You ended up getting $30 sales and then a $10 sale later on, um, but also that you're like, but this freebie, then they get onto my email list, and then this is how I'm cultivating that relationship, which then can lead to a sale. Exactly. Yep. I think sometimes... I think most times people who are very giving, we have a hard time with sales. We have a hard time with sales. And so <laughs> it's learning um, over time. Like if you're already worried about, am I going to sound too salesy? You probably never will sound too salesy. So trying to push yourself to um, still sell and not just give everything away is really where it's at. And so that's something that I've been really working on. And I think when, whether you, each time you start a business or create a different business as a multi-entrepreneur, it takes time within each type of business to kind of get your grounding there. Because at the end of my photo business I was a part of, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I can like sell and I don't even think about it anymore. But when I started my coaching business, I got back to that same kind of set like, oh, I'm so worried. Imposter syndrome. I don't want to take advantage of people. And it took me a little bit to get through that probably like a year <laughs> so yeah okay so I and I know that you have been working on creating this passive income do you mind going into that a little bit more on what that actually is um, and then also I did hear that you are working on creating a course or that you have a course and you are creating another one uh, can you just explain that a little bit more? Definitely. So 
some passive income streams that I have currently, but I haven't really been maximizing on are my Compassionate You journal. So it's a physical journal for 30 days. Um, and that has been on my website. But like I said before, a lot of people don't see that it's there. And so that was kind of the partnership with other people or having it as just thinking of different ways of how to sell it besides just posting it on your website. Um, so giving something at the end of a live training saying, Hey, if you want to, after this free live training, here's different things that you can purchase. Um, and that could be one of them. And then I have a compassionately you mug. Um, so it's like a ceramic, um, which I have one. Yes, you do. It's a ceramic mug. I bought like a hundred of them a year ago and I still have about 50. So I gotta get those out there. Um, but again, I think I've held on to these things and it's just learning about how to get them out there. Um, and then I do have a course right now. It's just, it's called self-compassion 101 and it's a very in-depth, um, course that people can take on their own time. So that's my top tier course that's around um, a couple hundred dollars, but then you have access to it all the time. And what I like about it is it's the exact kind of cognitive behavioral therapy that I've gone through myself and you can retake it over and over to work on different triggers or different um, limiting beliefs. So that's really something that is incredible about that course. And then the thing that I want to work on um, over this pandemic time <laughs> is going to be um, a mini course um, specifically for, for people who have either like chronic pain, chronic illness, or just people who um, want to be moving more and working on self-compassion. So it'll be kind of movement and mindfulness. And you'll go through different PT exercises that I use and I'll demonstrate them um, for lower back, hip, and spinal pain. Um, and that's kind of more targeted towards my syndrome and the people that I know that I've spoke to about that. And then you'll also go through like mindfulness exercises and each one will, I'll probably put a few different ones in there so you can kind of pick and choose that day, which one you want to use. But that mini course is more something that you can use daily. And again, I, I don't know if I should make that a subscription or like a monthly subscription or if I should just like give it all away but in, in like one um payment but we'll figure it out as i go through it um so those are what i'm doing and for people right now to kind of get my booty going on my course i don't have my camera equipment anymore and obviously now that we're all quarantined i can't even like hire people <laughs> to do stuff like videos or cameras for me um and photos so I went and purchased on Amazon like a little tripod for my phone because it's it's got a nicer camera on it than um, this laptop. And that way I can kind of like do that and record on here with my course. And again, since it is a mini course or subscription based, I think having the quality be that is gonna be okay versus if you want a higher tier course, like the one I did, I did use professional equipment and I'd highly recommend hiring someone for that because if you want something at that high tier, <laughs> you got to make the video look really good. Um, so yeah, those are my top kind of four right now. I'll reiterate them. I have a print journal um, that is physical that can be mailed to people. I have a Compassionately You 12-ounce travel, travel mug. 
Um, I currently have a high tier course that's a couple hundred dollars and I'm going to work on the mini course that will include both movement and mindfulness, which I think is perfect at this time. So my dog is just so funny. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She's like licking herself and like looking at me and I'm like, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. This could not be more perfect. I love it. Um, so I talking about all these things that you have going on within your business. Um, I just have to say that I love how many options you have because it's all that like kind of, well, no, I guess that'd be one. I was going to go into seven streams of income, but no, that would just be one. Um, but you've made it really versatile. Um, so you didn't just rely on the one thing you're like, okay, maybe this part isn't for you. Maybe this one is, but I'm going to talk to that and, you know, give options, which I think we all love having options and not being stuck to one thing. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm curious between the two companies, how do you manage to juggle it all? Because the two companies, it's uh, being a mom, a wife, you also have another job. Like how in the world do you keep it all going? Oh yeah. I think it's, I think it's because, or I think what it would it be? Well, right now, my nonprofit is not really, like, we didn't do a conference this year. We kind of took a break because um, that's just kind of where we were at right there. So I almost feel like right now, even though I'm maintaining certain parts of that, I only have one company that I'm really doing stuff with and then my day job. So plus in the nonprofit, I have a board and I have a co-founder. So there's other support there and people can kind of do things. And then if other people like me for now, I need to like kind of focus and step back, then they can. Um, so that's really nice there. But with Compassionately Brie, again, I, I've let it kind of just like, I haven't done as much with it. I stopped my podcast. I had like minimal clients. And so I think now um, I'm learning, okay, so I did so many in-person things, which is great last year and even like part of this year. But there's so much efficiency that you can have when you are forced to only do remote work. Um, there's a lot of hours that are kind of cut down in ways. So that's what I've noticed recently. Like it feels like I've got a lot of things and, but I'm cutting down on travel time. You don't have to go travel to different places. You know, you you can have a virtual call with someone and then like you can have a virtual call with someone else. And it's kind of crazy that way. Um, so I guess I'd say it's just more, it feels like even though there's a lot of stuff, it feels like there's less maybe. And so yeah. that could be why. And now that I'm used to my day job more and I've got like it, the day-to-day tasks down, I don't feel so overwhelmed coming home and being like, oh, should I work on my business? Um, and I can't because I just feel so tired. So I feel like how I've been able to juggle it all is every month is almost like a different season. So what is that focus for that month? Or what is that focus for those six months when I was first starting? And then I give more in those areas that really need to be the focus. And then I kind of step back a little bit in the other areas, but I don't make, to, I don't want to let them go away, but I just kind of listen to what is that focus and even daily focus. Sometimes you're going to have to be 
and I'm going to have to be mom more that day. And my work will just get pushed aside a little more. Um, or that project, okay, I'm going to have to go work on that a different time. So I think it's just listening to what that day and what that month or what that six months overall, overall really needs from you right then. And I think now in our time of this pandemic, I do think we have been given the gift of time and we can utilize it in different ways that we want to. And people who maybe weren't able to find that time to devote to a side, side like passion or even like parts of their business that they really wanted to, um, they're able to do that now. Or people that were always working at work and having to go to a physical space now are working remotely, which I know can be like a double-edged sword when you have kids, but now you can take a lunch break and be with your kid. You can go on that 15 minute break and take a walk with your kid. Like that's something that I've really enjoyed. My lunch break is I will eat lunch with my son and then we go on a walk. And that's so nice compared to what it could have been um, at work. And yeah, so I wish I had a better answer. I don't, I think it's just, you can like smash this or cut this to however you need. But yeah, I don't, I don't think I balance it all well sometimes, but I think it's just listening to, again, what is best for that day, what is best for that season, and then also writing down your goals or having them in your head and just making sure, even if it has to get postponed, you come back to it and you keep going. So <laughs> I love how you put that into that. It's not even a full season, but that month to month can be a different season and that's okay because mm -hmm. that's also looking forward, planning and kind of adjusting and also listening to yourself. Like I know personally, I ran myself for two years to burnout mm -hmm. um, because I didn't listen to myself and I wasn't really looking ahead to plan. So I think you bring up a really good point about like, look ahead, know what you need like both mentally, emotionally, and what you externally need, like a job that you have these things that have to get done. That's also still a need. Um, but being able to plan for it. Yeah. And I think having, I should have touched on this, but having the right amount of automation in your business and even yes, in your personal life. Yes. Even <laughs> in your personal life too. And the right amount of still that connection that like community and human connection that you need for your business and to be with your customers. But like that funnel that's running in the background right now for my people who signed up to get my free thing last night, it's running in the background. I did a lot of work to prep it, but like, that's awesome. Those are things that are going to poke them and continue to like be potential leads that I don't physically have to like keep touching base with them on. So right now is the time, if you're going to put the time in to create these automations, create the whole system, um, the funnels, all, you know, all these keywords, yeah. um, like right now is that time to do that so that you're preparing for when all this is over and we go back to our really busy lives because we know that that's going to happen. We're going to yes. go back to being the go, go, go. And that's kind of unfortunate. It makes me a little bit sad. I know. Uh, but kind of the reality. <laughs> mm -hmm. And who taught me funnels was Kim Trathen. So I'm just going <laughs> to 
that I love her. I didn't know how to do them till her. So she is awesome. And now it's still like, you know, I still remember what she taught me and then it's going and pivoting. So, yeah. Yes. Awesome. Um, well, I definitely could still continue talking about this, but I want to be able to let you go hang out with your son for a bit um, and just enjoy this time. Uh, is there any last words that you would, or advice that you'd like to share with us as well? Where can we continue following you? Oh, thank you. So um, the last piece of advice is just listen to what is what your heart is telling you is right for you right now. Um, and that might be a little bit more time with family as well as, okay, now I want to go and devote this portion of time to my business and you can do it. If you keep getting any kind of things in your head saying, Oh, I just don't know. You can, and you have a community of people that will support you. Um, and then let's see, people can find me at, uh, Instagram at compassionately Bree. Also Facebook is at compassionately Bree. And then my website is Brie, B-R-I, Luganville, L-U-G-I-N, oh, jeez, see, I can't even spell my last name, B-R-I-L-U-G-I-N-B-L-L-A-T.com. I can't even talk. Um, Perfect. So, we'll share those in the notes. <laughs> yes. Look at the notes. Look at the notes. Don't look. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where you can find me. And... I hope everyone's doing well today and I hope that everyone has a good rest of their day too. Awesome, Bree. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate this time. Um, every single time I love when you and I get to talk because it's just such a natural conversation. So wow. I was really excited for this and thank you. Good. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye. Bye.